We have been talking about travel nightmares. Earlier this week, we spoke with people who were stuck in Arizona. That after Flair Airlines cancelled some flights. We're hoping to get an update from Flair on the program tomorrow. Right now, though, we are going to talk to another traveler who has hit a bit of a roadblock, this time trying to get to Arizona. Josh Reimer joins us on the line now to talk a bit more about this. Josh, thanks so much for being here. You're welcome. Where are you now? I'm at home in Vancouver. And what happened to you then when you tried to go on vacation? Well, I tried to leave yesterday, and about an hour after the flight was supposed to take off, they announced that it was cancelled, and they pushed me to another flight a week later, which actually happens to be the same day I'm supposed to come home. Uh, which uh, is not ideal for trying to get a a week vacation. (laughs) I would imagine you told them that this wasn't uh, a suitable fix for the problem. What kind of a response did you get? They said that that was all they could do at the time. And um, I even looked up that they had a flight going to Edmonton tomorrow and then, or the next day, which is today, uh, with an eight-hour layover, and then it would go to the same airport in Arizona. And they said they couldn't do that. They could only put me on the exact same route. So I would just have to wait. And because everybody on this flight got pushed back, you know, and other flights were already full and they only have one every few days, it's just the next available for me was a week away. Which uh, I I guess, too, when we're dealing with an airline that that only has certain flights per week, not one of the bigger airlines that has certain flights per day, uh, kind of makes sense. But like you said, so your flight going out was actually the same day as when you had planned to come home. Yeah, they literally the new itinerary they sent me had like an hour in Arizona before I fly back home. (laughs) which is not quite enough time for a vacation. Um, Did they offer then your money back instead if you didn't want to take the flight a week later? Yeah, that that was offered to me. But then, of course, you know, at this point, it's like impossible to get another flight. Like everything is so expensive and takes so long with layovers. Like there's certainly nothing direct. So you're sort of at this point now where it's like, well, do I just take the money back and then spend you know, over a thousand dollars just to get to Arizona and it takes 10 hours to get there. It's just kind of a mess. And when you booked with Flair, uh, what, what was it about the airline that kind of drew you to it to book? Well, I knew that I was saving some money and that I'd have to give up something for that. But I thought that was things like paying for my carry on or to be able to check in at the airport, maybe having less space in my seat or between seats. But I thought that at the bare minimum, they still had to get me from point A to point B in a timely manner. If there was a cancellation, you know, they'd just get me there another way, uh, not just make me wait a week. (laughs) And and when the others that were on your flight as well, uh, were there others that were offered the same uh, the same deal that they were going to be on a flight a week later? Yeah, what the agent at the gate said was that basically everybody was just going to be pushed later but because, again, the flights are every few days and a lot of those flights were had lots of people on them already, it was just sort of luck of the draw how far out they'd have to put you. If it was the next flight or a few days after that or a few days after that, and mine just happened to be a week later. Hmm. And did they tell you why this particular flight was cancelled? Well, when the plane hadn't arrived on time, like it was supposed to have taken off and we had no notice, we, I asked the agent, and they said, well, actually, the plane's on the other side of the airport. It's still just making its way over. 
And then when they canceled the flight, they said it's because of birds. Some birds damaged the engine. So apparently from one side of the airport moving to the other, some birds damaged the engine. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Hmm. And, and you're somebody, uh, from what I understand, uh, you uh, host a travel series. You're uh, somebody who flies quite a bit. I am, yeah. Have you ever had something like this happen before? I have had, um, you know, with major airlines, uh, similar issues, but later that same day, or at worst, the next day, they got me to where I was going. Often it was like, okay, we're going to reroute you through San Francisco or you know, find some other way to get you there. Uh, I've never had it take more than a day. And it must be frustrating, too, like you said, that you were able to find another flare flight that, yes, a longer flight, and yes, it had a stop in Edmonton, but still would have got you to that airport, would have got you to Arizona the next day. And, and their reasoning then was that it, what they, they could only put you on the same flight. Was there even a consideration of if you paid a bit more or if there was space on that flight? It just seems strange that, that an airline would, would take such a hard line when you're offering them a solution. Yeah, it was really strange. And I, I spoke to two people about it and asked to um, have a supervisor and they came back with just on the supervisor agreed you have to do the exact same route. Um, and so there was just like no alternative offered to me. And, and now I believe that the regulators say that they have to get me to the same destination any way they can. So I, I don't even think this is in their right to do it this way. Right. And, and we've certainly been, uh, unfortunately, because of everything that's been happening with these flights, we've been learning a bit more about passenger rights and what the airlines have to do. Uh, would you fly Flair again, given what's happened to you this time? No, I absolutely wouldn't. I think maybe if you're someone who's retired and you've got tons of time on your hands and, and no obligations, maybe it's worth the risk for you. But otherwise, you know, if you're taking time off of work, if you've got things going on in your life that you need to be certain places for, it's, it's just not worth the risk to save a bit of money if it means you might miss your entire vacation or just get one hour. And I would imagine, too, with what had happened with Flair, and I know this isn't related to that, but we'd, we'd just heard about the seizure of the four planes from Flair Airlines. There had been all of these problems with people from B.C., uh, some being stuck in Arizona, others that couldn't get there. I, I, I'm guessing that you would think after that that the airline had dealt with it and you should be okay. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with this claim that, out of nowhere, there were some birds that damaged the engine. It's just sort of like, okay, can these airlines just make up any excuse they want? Because then, of course, there's very little that they have to offer me in terms of compensation. And I don't think they're having to give proof and have multiple people sign off on it. Or, you know, it's just like, well, we can just say that magically at some point birds damaged the engine. And so now you have to just wait a week. Who knows really what's behind it? And we don't. Uh, no, and, and I, I kind of touched on this, but, but were others upset as well when the, the news came to you that the flight had actually, it wasn't just late, that it had actually been cancelled? Yeah, there, there were a lot of people kind of scrambling and upset and a lot of people saying, this is Flair Airlines, this is kind of what we heard about it. When I went back through customs, because you have to go through customs again to come back into Vancouver, uh, the customs agent said, oh, I see this a lot with Flair. Hmm. So. Yeah, it doesn't put it, give you a lot of confidence, does it? 
No, not at all. Um, what advice, again, I know that, that you travel a lot, uh, you, uh, you do this uh, as well, probably more than most people, but I mean, is there advice other than perhaps choose an airline that's that's got more routes and is busier, but we're looking at a much higher cost there as well. But I, I don't know, is that just kind of how travel is now? I think, unfortunately, right now, that, that is sort of how travel is. There's there's a lot of gamble with it. So, you know, I, I put an air tag in my suitcase in case the luggage gets lost or I try to only fly direct. Uh, now I'll always try to fly with a major airline. But um, unfortunately, I, I think this is a way of life right now that we just have to know that there's not a lot that we can do and, and hopefully, you know, push when when things aren't right and maybe we can get some more and stronger regulations in place so that we do have more rights so that the airline can't just push us a week down or say um, here's your money back good luck and I'm guessing you're not going to go to Arizona for one hour uh, have you decided <laughs> are you just forfeiting the whole trip um, no I was actually in the end able to get another flight on Friday tomorrow so I will still get just a shortened vacation. All right. Well, Josh, thanks for joining us and telling us what happened to you when you tried to go off on that vacation. Like you said, unfortunately, there are many people with similar type stories. So thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure.